And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. And I certainly am. Thank you very much there, the legendary John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I don't know, can we still say ladies and gentlemen, or has that been canceled now? I don't know. It's too complicated to heck with it. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. Great to have you here with us again for another week of music and all kinds of stuff. We've got a fun show, and I've got John Bon Jovial waving at me. I think he wants to flap his gums. What do you got, John? I think the politically correct way of verbalizing this, this whole mishigas of ladies and gentlemen, because you're going to be leaving some people out. Shouldn't it be ladies, gentlemen, and binaries? I suppose it that could covers be. That them, they, those, etc. Yeah, you know, this, this whole political correctness thing is too much. Welcome, folks. Here's our first track. Guy calls himself Frank Palanzi. He's a former guest. Uh, he's been on several times in the past. We got some talking to do about Frankie right after you listen to his latest hit, Fire of Love. The ground is shaking 
fire of love. That's Frank Palangi from upstate New York, indie rocker, who has had some misfortune recently. We wanted to talk about that just a bit. Frankie's been a good friend of the show. As I said, he's been on here uh, several times. And Frankie had some bad luck here around the first of the month. I don't remember the exact date. It doesn't matter. But uh, he got burned out of his home. And unfortunately, his studio was in his home. So he's out of the studio, too. And uh, it's really unfortunate. Uh, poor guy is displaced. I think he's living in a hotel or something until he can find temporary lodgings. And uh, we really uh, wish him the very best. We feel for him. Donations to a GoFundMe account are being accepted. And uh, you can find out information on that, as well as uh, Frank's situation and everything. And, of course, his music which is prime importance because that's what he's all about, uh, just as we are here on the David Bowers Awards. You can check him out online, Frank Palangi, P as in Peter, A-L-A-N as Nancy G-I. And uh, he is a rocker from upstate New York, an indie rocker. And you can find him all over the internet. Uh, just Google Frank Palangi Music. You'll find him on, uh, well, at frankpalangi.com, of course. You'll find him on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Tumblr, all over the place. Just Google Frank Palangi Music. And if you like it, check out and get a copy of Fire of Love. Proceeds from that will be going to help him rebuild his home. So uh, we're going to try and get him on here uh, soon if we can uh, to talk about uh, to talk about his misfortune as well as his music. But uh, in the meantime, check him out. And if you can, help him out. We'd really appreciate it. John Bon Jovi, what's new with you? Well, we survived the non-event uh, tropical storm Elsa, which um, it was a non-event. And we are incredibly grateful that it was a non-event. I mean, it, it well, rained its butt off. We got a I, lot of rain, but we didn't get the wind or the tidal surge or anything like that. But I have, I have just one question, John. If it was a non-event, yes. if it was a non-event, why did it wipe out the David Bowers Award last week? Well, you know, that is a really good question. <laughs> we, were, we were getting the outer bands of this storm. And for those of you that uh, don't listen in on a, a regular basis, and shame on you if you don't. Shame but, on you. Um, I, yes, uh, David is in Tempe, Arizona, and I, his uh, legendary partner, uh, I'm in Naples, Florida, and of course, you know, this is hurricane season, and, and, and uh, yes, and, and we always, uh, you know, kind of stress out a little bit this time of year because of the weather, because we just don't want to get wiped off the face of the earth, like we did with Hurricane Irma a few years ago. So the media, they're predicting doom and gloom, and this thing's, you know, as they say in South Park, it's coming right for us. Well... It did, but, you know, fortunately, it really was not as bad as it was going to be because the center of the storm was far enough out in the Gulf to where we did get winds of, oh, I, I don't know, I think a sustained winds of 15 to 20 miles an hour with an occasional gust up to maybe 35. But it was really, um, as far as tropical storms go, this one was a piece of cake, and, and, and I'm not making light of it. I am incredibly grateful that it didn't do really anything. A little bit of minor flooding here and there, but you know our house was high and dry, and as were our neighbors. And it was a didn't uh, lose power was... except except for Monday night when we were supposed to record last week's show yes, of the right. David Bowers Awards. A little there power was, uh, interruptions, a little a, internet interruption, a little power <laughs> interruption, Comcast 
one of their nodes, one of their main nodes for the neighborhood of where our studio is here in Florida uh, was flooded and shorted out the entire neighborhood for hours, and that was pretty much the most devastating consequence of this storm. I got a night off. I got to go home early and have dinner, have a beer, and kick back. Hey, it's nice that we made the national news. They just forgot to mention our name. Yeah, I know. What was up with that? I don't know. They mentioned the storm hitting Naples, flooding, rain, all this stuff. They didn't mention the fact that they knocked the David Bowers Awards out of the ballpark for the week. But anyways, folks, we are back. We are bigger and better than ever. And we've got a loaded show for you here today. As a matter of fact, our first guest is standing by. So after I thank our house band, Titty Bingo, for our theme music, and uh, also advise you that uh, I think I told you that we're going to try to get Frank Palangi on here in the near future so he can tell us about his misfortune and everything. But right now, we have Creatures of Clay, and we're going to talk to Cody Westwood right after we listen to Out of Control. Control. 
Creatures of clay is what they call themselves, and here's the man right now who does the calling. He goes by Cody Westward. Welcome aboard, Cody. Come on in here and say hello. Hey, how you all doing? Glad to be back on your show. Hey, we're glad to have you, man. It's been a while, and uh, well, tell us, what, what the heck's been going on? I know you've had a lot going. What's been going on in your life? Well, just, uh, you know, been uh, writing a lot of music, playing out when I can, Uh Try to make some lucrative deals, you know. Regular, other I stuff. heard that. <laughs> how did how did you get uh, how did you get through the uh, through the pandemic and of course not being able to do a lot of in person performances? Well, you know, it, it, it was kind of rough. Um, I enjoy playing out for people, but uh, there was a couple parties that we illegally went to. You know, when everybody wanted to get together and something jam. So, we were all like, "Are you sick?" No. Okay, good. Let's jam. <laughs> I I hear that there was there was a bit of that. We're, going we're like on, Sergeant yeah. Schultz. We know nothing. But by the same token, we know that uh, hey, there was a lot of that going on, and uh, you can't blame me. You know, you get you get in the groove of doing something. It'd be like somebody coming in and telling me I couldn't talk on the air for, you know, a year or so. Hey, no way I'm going to shut up for a year. Anybody that knows me is going to tell you that. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're saying there, and I don't blame you a bit. Now, I know a lot of the people we've talked to uh, who survived the uh, the pandemic, They we found the two main things that they did during that period is one, is they explored their uh, their personal uh, development of, of music and uh, you know their performance and just basically got into more of a dedicated investigation of how they could advance their music and careers and uh, the other thing is of course uh, many uh, did live online shows uh, were you able to dabble in either the creative or the uh, online performance part well I I Actually, it was very interesting. I had did I worked with a couple indie artists that were online that followed me. I followed them and stuff like that. And what we did is I actually skyped with a few of them, and we kind of like wrote some songs back and forth and traded some ideas and stuff like that. I thought that was very interesting. There was a guy from England, and there was another guy from Australia, and you know, so we kind of just I kind of threw a couple licks at them. They liked it. They took it. You know, just some stuff. I have a lot. Of, I'm writing a lot of music, and I heard the voice of one of the guys. I said, "Man, this would fit in better than me." So I gave him a couple of ideas. You know, I know you had told me that you had. Uh, well, I, I know from your travels that you do a lot international. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you how your contacts, the people that you work with around the world, how they felt about it, how they may, you know, have done anything different or notable that you wanted to. Uh, that you wanted to include or share with us? They, they have people over there. They're, the way that they perform and stuff, a lot of them were doing the same thing that everybody else was doing, benefiting from the viral shows. And some of them went on BBC when they were over in England. So right. that was really yeah. cool to watch them. You know, so that's a good thing to get on if you're over there in England. John Bon Jovial, I see you're sitting by. You want to jump in here with something? Well, you know, first of all, Cody, welcome. We're really glad that Thanks. you're back with us again. Uh, but I want to, I want to get, uh, I want to rewind a little bit here, and go to Out of Control, uh, which uh, you know I'm listening. I, I don't get to listen to the stuff beforehand, 
because David wants a, you know, a, a visceral gut reaction, if you will, from me. And, you know, if it's a horrible song, I'm not going to say it's horrible. And in this case, thank goodness it's not. It's a great, it's a great tune. The thing I like about it is that uh, the combination of the bass and the lead guitar, are you playing everything or, or you actually have a band backing you? I switch playing around. It's just two guys. It's myself and John Grant. Okay, because first of all, who's ever playing the the bass is working their butt off, and and I really like that. Fingers too. And yeah, and and the guitar has a distortion to it, which I love. And I and and the first thing that I thought of was, you know, this is something where I'm going to sit around in my lounge chair in the driveway drinking a beer on a hot afternoon, listening to this garage band play, because that's the impression that I get that you guys are a garage band. And I say that in the nicest way possible as a compliment because th that's, you know, I, I love that kind of rock and roll. And, and, and I think you kill it. You just, you just get right into it there. Great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I kind of saw, you know, it's kind of, if you listen to it, it's like a little bit of Angus Young kind of a little bit like throwing that in there when he does that one lead going down. Yeah, that's what yeah, it kind it of reminded me of a little bit, and I was like, "Yeah, I like that the song." So yeah, let's leave it in there. Well, that'll work, and uh, and it does. You just uh, uh, you just prove that. Go ahead. Where does this out of control? Where where does this come from? What 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 what, what spawned this song? Um, well, the area is on the YouTube channel for Creases of Clay for the area. It's an area called Fells Point in Baltimore, in, in Maryland, where I live. So. It used to be that it's like a you know rock in town for you know for playing there music down there you know a lot of acoustic and music going on and you know the out of control is basically it's just a drinking song you know and just like you're you're losing it it's like you might never come back man you're ready to party so and that's really what it's about you know partying yeah, off I, and just drinking really it's a drinking song I, I think we uh, I think we've all been there one time or another. Hey, I'm just curious, oh, yeah. were you at any point during the creation of this song, were you out of control? I've been out of control my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen, I respect your candor. <laughs> hey, you, but you're still going, you're still doing it, and you ain't locked up or dead, so you can't be doing all that badly. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned Baltimore on the Maryland area, because you, you got hit pretty good with that storm, didn't you? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't good. Yeah, I know the uh, that area. That area, the uh, Mar. What is it? The uh, Mar, no, Mar Lago. That's a whole other place. What do they call that? Uh, yeah. uh, it's uh, Maryland and Delaware. They've got a name for the two states combined. Del yeah. Marvel. That's right. it. Del Marvel. That's the yeah, area. Marvel. That yeah, right there Del on Marvel. the right, right there on the <laughs> Chesapeake Bay, bounded on the north by that horrible bridge. <laughs> Which oh, I went over. Okay. Yeah, I went well, over late I, one I night. Think in, uh, I, I think in, in some respects, you guys up north, you got it a lot worse than we did down here in Florida. I'm on the southwest Florida coast, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, there was some wind and some rain, but I think that uh, once it uh, hit up in your neighborhood there, I, I think that uh, I don't think the storm was maybe physically as strong, but I think the consequences were a lot worse. Uh, for your neck of the woods than they were down here. Yeah, well, it, it hasn't been good. I mean, plus, to the rain all the time, it's been so hot for the past couple of weeks, and not, you know, up in the 90s and all that. Oh, my like, gosh. That's, that's cool for us. 
<laughs> but yes, I was going to say to answer your question, uh, we yes, I have been over that bridge in the dead of night. Oh, God love you. <laughs> <laughs> he must have because I, I made it. I'm scared of that bridge, but I'm scared now for some reason. I don't like going over it, so I go the long way through Delaware. I go over that bridge. <laughs> yeah, the, I, you know, saying scared is is. Uh, is one way of putting it, but you know, I I just respect it immensely. It's, you know, it's not a pleasure cruise where you kick back, put the top down, grab a cold one, and just cruise across and no. listening to music up loud. It's one that you have to uh, well, you have to take seriously. Well, the reason why I said scare is because I, I because it's Baltimore, and that's what we call Baltimore because everybody knows somebody. And believe uh, me, I know people that work on that thing, and they tell me that you don't want to go over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not going to be doing it again right away. <laughs> you don't want to drive over it. I was like, okay, I think I picked your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard you. And the the really sad part is, uh, well, actually, I've been over it twice. Once way back when I was in the Army and stationed at Fort Belvoir, Virginia. I don't remember too much about that, but... Uh, the most recent time, uh, was a mistake. I missed a turn that I didn't know I was supposed to make, and all of a sudden, I'm on this bridge, and I'm saying, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be on a bridge. What am I, you know, what am I doing here? It's not like Mr. Custer, but hey, <laughs> some breaks of the game. Cody, back to the music. Now, you've told, me, you've told us that you've uh, you spent a lot of time writing during the pandemic, during the lockdown and everything. Uh, what have you... Now, what have you come up with? Have you got some new stuff coming in the near future? Is it still in the creative stages, or where are you at with your new music? Oh yeah, I got. Oh yeah, I have a song called Angel Eyes coming out soon. You'll be looking for that one. I'll be, I'll be recording that one. I really don't tell too many people, but since I'm on your show, I'll tell you. I've been uh, getting ready July 31st. I'm gonna go into the studio. I got the phones already done, and, and it's uh, it's it's in A, and, and but it's a. It's a, good, it's a good song. I think this one, a lot of people will like this one, too. Well, you, you'll be sure and get us a copy, and we'll definitely play it. Oh, yeah, I definitely will. I'll make sure Veronica will give it to you a copy, because it'll be coming out. I'm not going to – I want to push Stone and Twine for a little while longer, and then I'm going to push this out. Now that you mentioned it, while you think of her, uh, while I think of her, you'll be sure and uh, thank Veronica for us for – all the work she does, both for you, tremendous support of you, and also working with, uh, you know, us strangers out in the media that uh, that play your music. She is uh, wonderful to work with, very thorough, and she follows up on everything. I love the girl. She's a, she's a good lady. So be sure and give her our thanks from right here. You mentioned also, I, lo- I love the way you do, you take this away from me. I don't have to have notes and think about what to say. One, you answer questions before I ask them, and two, you lead me on into my next question. And uh, my next question is, you mentioned uh, So Entwined, which just happens coincidentally, to be the track we're going to close this segment with. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, what would you like to know? Everything. <laughs> where, tell well, us first where did where did the uh, where did the idea come from the the seed that became the uh, finished plant? Well, I uh, I'm a spiritual person, so I was kind of uh, just kind of thinking about God and uh, my relationship with Him back and forth, kind of a thing, you know, and that's kind of how it ended up. And then then I was thinking, well, 
everybody probably think it's all probably some be- some beautiful woman or whatever, you know. And I was like, no, it's just my relationship back and forth. You know, good to do bad, do good to do bad. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. So Sounds I, like I, life. I just, yeah, and I was just kind of like, you know, thinking about the words and how would it be, you know, open up the window, you let the breeze in. You never overshadow. Basically, you know, you know, you got free will. It never overshadows, but I close the window, you know, so because it's my fault, really. And that's kind of where it comes in. And then just the seventh line kind of just rhymed and divine. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. So I threw that together. And you're kind of, you know, when I'm like, I try to put some emotion into it, try to make it like a love song, you know, and that's kind of how I was, I was going for a love song. So that's really what I was trying to do. So I was thinking along those lines. For something you just threw together, you uh, appear to be quite a, a deep thinker, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what I'm, how I'm trying to say this, but you, you're a deep thinker, and you're able to take those thoughts and not just throw them up against the wall so everybody can see them, but to, to actually communicate them while you're in those thoughts. It's not like you get an idea and say, Oh, well, let's see. And you think about it. And then you sit there and write it down and move on to the next thing you're going to do. It's like you're in those thoughts as you're creating the lyric. Yeah, so along those lines, I would say, definitely, you know, um, to to it, to add on to that, you know, when I'm, it's like I was wanting to be emotional when I was in the studio, too. So it seems like it, it came out the way it should have. You know, I tried to do, you know, the best I could singing-wise, like, I practice it a lot. This is, like, I don't usually practice it that much before I go into the studio. I still practice, but not as much as I did on that one. I was like, I have to practice gotcha. this one a lot. Gotcha. Uh, now, what's I, coming I, up I in the immediate... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just trying to, like say, the emotional aspect of it. Gotcha. Sorry to step on you there. Uh, what's yeah. coming up in the immediate future for you? You're going to do some play dates now. You're going out on tour. I know you said you're going in the studio the end of July. What else is going on? Well, this weekend, a couple uh, people are having some guests over. Uh, I guess it's like around 20 people. Uh, I'll be solo. I think on this one. If there's any musicians there, hopefully there are. Maybe somebody get up and we can, you know, do some cover songs and have some fun. So this weekend's just like hanging out with, with uh, some, some friends and their friends coming over. They want me to play. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. They, they like my music and they want me to come down. So I was like, all right. Great. Sounds good Great. to me. <laughs> Sounds good to me, too. If I was down in the area, I think I'd crash the party and come on by. But uh, oh, unfortunately, I'm going to be about 2,500 miles away, and that's a long commute for the weekend. <laughs> Before yeah, we let you go... Yeah, really. Before we let you go, Cody, tell us, tell the folks rather, how they can find you online, where they can contact you, follow you, get your music, which is the important thing. All right. Well, creaturesofclaythebandcom and all the links for Facebook and all the Spotify and wherever you want to listen, Apple, whatever, it's on my website, creaturesofclaythebandcom You can also go into YouTube, Creatures of Clay. I'm also on there. And of course, you know, um, Veronica, see if you go to the website, creaturesofclaythebandcom you can find Veronica on Twitter, the promoter there, and she's all over the place with it. And if you want any information, she's got it. She is that. Great. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Cody. I almost called you Clay. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Creature. Thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> We're glad to have you here. So glad to have you come back and see us again. And we will look forward to the next time. Also, look forward to that new release about the end of July, first part of August. All right. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Again, say hello to Veronica. Ladies and gentlemen, Creatures of Clay is the band. You've been listening to Cody Westwood, and now you're going to listen to the tune he was talking about last, So Entwined.
Creatures of Play. And Mr. Cody Westwood, thank you so much, Cody, for being here with us on the David Bowers Awards. That was called So Entwined, and it is every bit of what he said it was. It's a, uh, it's a rather introspective, that was the word I was looking for and couldn't come up with, very introspective, thought-provoking uh, kind of dug out of the back of his mind and he managed to also craft it into a love song. I like that. John Bon Jovial, a quick comment. We have a lady in waiting. We don't want to keep her waiting too long. Well, I think if I dug out some of the stuff that was in the, you know, furthest recesses of my mind, I'd probably horrify myself, which is why I, you know, I, I choose to forget that stuff. I don't blame you. It would no, horrify I'll tell me you too. what, uh, no, Cody is, uh, that was a, a, it was a great interview. Uh, good guy, great music, uh, and and two, uh, the two songs, 180 degrees of each other. One was just a nice kick-ass yes. piece of rock and roll, and and this one is a nice melodic ballad full of emotion. And uh, mm-hmm. so he, uh, he he can't be typecast, and and I like that in an artist when they cannot be typecast. And uh, so I think he's got uh, some good things ahead of him. Well, wait till you see the good things we got coming because our next artist is a guest whom we haven't heard from in way too long also. And she also can uh, jump from genre to genre, style to style, and you're going to hear a bit of that too. We're going to listen to the first track right now, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Charlie Tate. The tune is brilliant.
And there you go. That's brilliance. A little bit different kind of energy than we've had so far this week. We've had some hardcore rock. We've transitioned uh, ultimately to a uh, kind of an ethereal uh, romantic tune. And now we have brilliance and the lady who personifies it. Say hello, if you will, please, to Charlie Tate. Hello, Charlie. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me back. Thank you for coming back and gracing our show with your with your talents and your exuberance. And what kind of a change of pace is this song we just played? Because that's not the same old Charlie that we had on here before. Yeah, it is actually my fabulous collaboration with DJ Theology and on his Trapped in a World Between Beauty and Bass album, which he released in the spring of this year. And he is very, we've known each other for like a decade or more, and he is very dance. Um, he's got these really cool terms for what he does, like, um, you know, bass and video game stuff. He loves video games, and he loves to sprinkle those kind of blips and bleeps in his work. And he came to me literally, I think, two or three years ago now with this fantastic instrumental demo for this song. And he said... After all these years, I'd love for you to sing something for me on this. And I was like, yes, I love the energy. And I so I wrote the lyrics and I, I kind of improvised the performance. I didn't rehearse it too much. I just busted it out. And I could tell even before he finished the production of it that it was going to be a great track. And that's what you heard is this vibrant thing it turned into. And we're pretty excited about it. Well, I don't blame you, and it's a, as I said, it's a bit of a change of pace for Charlie, but uh, <laughs> it's interesting, it's exciting, it's got a, uh, it's got an energy that uh, you just feel. And I know you had mentioned the last time we talked that, that you were working on a possible collab, and you wouldn't give us too many details on it, which of course. <laughs> That's the bane of someone like me. We want to have all the soups. We want to we want to get all the inside tips and know all the secrets. But uh, thank you for tipping us off that this was coming, and thank you even more so for following through and getting together with us on it. We're always glad to have you on the show. And when you have something that you're this excited about, we want to be a part of it and share the excitement with you. Uh, you you used a term or at least I've seen it related to you. I don't know if it's something you actually said or if somebody labeled you, but I, I saw this term. Let's see if I can say this now without messing it up. Poptronica alt-pop rock experimental chill-out. <laughs> I think yeah. I have used those terms. Yeah, Poptronica. <laughs> Poptronica was a thing that I, I thought I came up with that, and, and then I actually saw... Someone used that as a descriptor for someone I also love, um, the artist well, Ellie maybe, Golding, and I thought, well, okay. <laughs> maybe works. they stole it from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Bon Jovi, I can see you're just aching to get in here and say something, so speak. Oh, well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> First of all, Charlie, it is so cool to have you back with us again. Thanks for being here. It's it's neat. Uh, brilliance. Well, you know, I'm I'm listening to this song and trying to think, you know, what what you know, it's kind of drawing me in. Uh, it, it's a very danceable tune. It's uh, the the production values that go into it are incredible. And I and I'm I'm trying to think to myself, what is this? And and I hope I'm getting this right. To me, it, it's kind of like a danceable Euro chic. Am I? 
Yeah. Am I off there, or or, or or do I have it? No, you're you're pretty close on that. And actually, DJ Theology, um, his real name is Matthew J. Bentley. People call him MJB, too. And he's he has DJed all over the world. He's done a lot in Europe, and he loves it over there. And he uses terms like bass trance and future trance and, you know, kind of slower melodic takes on trance and that sort of thing. So I, I think you're pretty close there. He, he definitely flavors his work with that kind of that very driving bass line. And the reason you get kind of both the intro and the outro of this song are very abrupt is because his entire album just flows from one track to the next without a break, like a club mix or something like that. So that explains the, the production value to you. Well, okay. But I guess my next question on that is that this is obviously, pun intended, it's a brilliant collaboration. <laughs> you wrote the lyrics. They fit, they fit perfectly. Who choreographed the infusion of the lyrics to the music? Did MJB do it, or did you do it, or did both of you do it? So if if I recall, um, I had the lyrics, and I, I didn't even give them to him before I did it. I think I just – I had these lyrics, and I listened to the music, and I just I just went for it. And I kind of just put the words where I thought it, it felt best. I always go on how things feel. So I don't, I don't like to overproduce or overarrange, but I, I did do things – a number of times to try to dive in where I thought things, things were working best. And then I sent it over to him and I think he literally told me, wow, I don't even need to move these around. I think this is great. And of course he did his, he's, he's much better at production than I am. I would say um, he's, so he just kind of dialed in the, the, the EQ of everything and, and mixed it and mastered it and made it sound great. And, and I was wowed when I heard the final product, it was better than I ever imagined. So it was, it was very much a, okay. an equal collaboration and yeah. Okay. So what he did then, or what you did is you contribute the, the lyric, you contribute the style in which the lyric is to be sung. And then mm -hmm. he took all that. And I guess to put it in, uh, I don't know, real, real loose technical terms, he made it high def. Yes. Yep. Would, would that be would that be fairly accurate? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I, liter really I literally recorded I the. It. Thanks. Yeah, I was I was so excited when I I don't even think I heard the final final until he was just about ready to release it because this is this is one of those collabs that we kind of did it and then it just hung out there. And then he decided to just release his whole album independently. And that's when he told me, oh, here it is. <laughs> I finally got I'm to hear the, the finished product, and I just, I was wowed. I was floored. It was great. Well, I'm glad you had explained the, uh, the, the way the tune was engineered, because the cutoff at the end kind of caught John by surprise. Uh, I had already <laughs> caught it because I heard it before. And as, as you know from being on the show before, I don't allow John to hear the music ahead of time because I like to get his initial reaction when he first hears it. So he just sat there yeah. and his face went blank when the music ended. So, <laughs> But that's okay, John. You, she's proved, you proved yourself that you're hipper than we thought you were. So you can, you can relax with that. Thank you very much. <laughs> let me, let me well, ask you this, Charlie. Well, now, this, my, it was this my pleasure, a, really. <laughs> Charlie, this is a one-off, or are you doing more work with him, or can you not tell us that either? 
I we've already talked about some ongoing collaboration, so I anticipate there will be more. He actually is one half of uh, the DJ duo. They call themselves Wade Watts, um, and his his partner is DJ Table Eighteen, and they do they do stuff together. And he's already asked if I may possibly do more. Um, so we'll see we'll see what happens there. Definitely look forward to it because I always look forward to your music, but uh, it's. Uh... It, it, it's especially nice when you have a collaboration, as you two had, and it really is a collaboration. It's not one person coming up with a tune and getting someone else to come in and do it for them, but you actually work together and collaborate on the construction of the song itself and, of course, the producing and delivery of the final product. So that is a, a great thing in my in my viewpoint. It's a true collaboration and when you have something like that you always look forward to the possibility that there could be some more because uh, you know if you like it you want more I mean let's face it so we definitely would uh, be interested in hearing if anything more comes from that and uh, John Bon Jovial you look like you want to interrupt me again I do I do I, well, I, I just before we get off subject I want to also you know, put my other two cents worth in is that I think that if you continue collaborating with this guy, I see huge commercial potential for you guys with this. And it's, oh, wow. It's the formula. The formula is right. It it really is. And look, I, I've been around radio for so many years, as David has as well. And, you know, you get to know after a time, you just get to know what's going to click and what isn't. And and this is uh, and look, I'm not saying this to make you feel good, Charlie. This has got it. There's no question in my mind that this has got it. You just gotta you're gonna have to get with the right people to market it. But boy, oh, boy, howdy, you got something here that I think is uh, is a real winner for you. You get it heard by the right wow. ears. You got it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Wow. And absolutely, Thanks, I guys. agree. I, I I'm I'm excited about it. I'll tell you. It, MJB and I go way back. I mean, I, I think we met a decade or more ago just through like this, this organization, God DJs and then deep life records, which I was signed to at the time. And he's always been telling me for years, I really want to work with you and nothing ever just really happened. And, mm-hmm. but we have these similar approaches where we don't like to do conventional things with melodies. You know, he really loves to use accidentals and inverted, you know, setups. And he kind of likes to leave you hanging on, you know, half steps and weird arrangements. And I love that kind of stuff. So I think just the fact that we take, this very unconventional approach with the way we write we kind of just click and i want to hold on to that too and i hope that i hope that mjb and i can do a lot more and i'm thanks for the feedback wow (laughs) absolutely and believe me i think i speak for john also we wish you all the very best with this collaboration and look forward to the future product keep us keep us on your mailing list because we definitely want to hear anything more that comes out of it we've got about one minute left charlie so Take this time. It's your stage. Tell the folks where they can find you, how they can listen to you, follow you, contact you, get your music. That's the important one. 
Yes, of course. It's charlietate.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-T-A-T-E.com. I've got links to Instagram and Spotify there. If you look me up on Spotify, you'll find this track under my other tracks and collaborations with Theology. You can also look up Theology on Spotify as well. He's got so much other great music, too. So sign up for my mailing list on my website. Follow me on social media. And I hope to connect with lots of you guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Charlie Tate, so so wonderful having you back here on the show again. Do keep in touch. Uh, do keep us on your mailing list. And by all means, do come back and see us again. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Tate. And here she is with a thing called... I'm going to keep you hanging for a second there. <laughs> it's called... Inside your head. Am I there yet?
inside your head. Charlie Tate. Now, that's, uh, for those of you who know Charlie Tate, you probably recognize that that's a remix of uh, something that she had done before. And uh, she's remixed it sort of to recapture in her new projects, especially the, uh, the collab with Theology that she just did and you just heard, but to recapture in her new projects what she has done in the past. And I think it's a, well, as she put it, she says it jives well with brilliance, and I agree. It's a it's a good transitional song for her too. I mean, if you were listening to them to follow Charlie's career, you would listen to inside your inside your head, and then you would listen to inside your head the remix that you just heard, and then you would go to brilliance, and it would be a uh, it would be a, a remarkably smooth transition. I think she's got something going there. She is a very talented young lady, and she is not afraid to. Go outside the box and color outside the lines, and I think she's got, I think she's got something going here, don't you, uh, John Bon Jovial? Oh yeah, and, and I meant every word of it when I said that she has such a huge commercial potential with this project now. I mean, much more so than I've ever heard out of her before. And what we heard before, I thought was pretty damn good. Uh, but this is just over the top. I think that uh, I think she's really got something here. And all you silly terrestrial radio stations that might be listening to this, <laughs> you would be, uh, you know, it, it would be a good thought on your part to consider putting this young lady's uh, music on your extraordinarily short playlists. Uh, <laughs> I think it would do you some good. <laughs> you, you didn't, you didn't want to step right on it and give a serious dig there anywhere, did you? <laughs> oh, no, 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 not me. And I'll tell I, you, I would never do such a thing. Uh, for the club circuit, for the club circuit, club and dance circuit, I think that's going to be a, a strong contender for them. Once it, uh, once they break the ice and start playing it, that's one to watch it for in the near future. And uh, speaking of watching for, we hope you're watching for us again next week when you can return with us for another thrilling episode of the David Bowers Awards. We want to thank our guests, Charlie Tate, and, of course, Cody Westwood of Creatures of Clay for joining us this week. We'll look for you back here next week. John Bon Jovi will take us home. Well, thank you, David, and thank you, everybody, for listening to us again this week. I, I see that you accomplished another perfectly good hour with us, and we are extraordinarily grateful for that every single week, week in and week out. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on most of the streaming services, including now the new podchaser.com forward slash the David Bowers. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. on our flagship radio station, WRFZFM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. That, of course, being Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all of our crew of idiots here at the Radio Ranchero, Uh, This is the legendarily lovable John Bon Jovial saying, be good to yourself, continue to wash your hands. You know, you don't want to get bit by that Delta variant. And we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.